Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. I trust the Lord that you are doing good. The Lord is blessing you every day. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matovu from Freedom Experience Ministry that is in Kampala, Uganda. I trust God that whenever I come back with this wonderful program, Freedom Streams program, that the Lord blesses you and I trust God that you are sharing inviting in your brothers inviting in your sisters we are in our long teaching series about our God's New Testament plan and we need to experience God and his New Testament plan we have been talking about a series of things and I trust God that even today we are going to continue uh, previously we were, we are emphasizing uh, talking about a cycle of escaping and partaking and we also saw what it means to be constituted with God's nature. So, uh, and we saw that uh, for us to be constituted with God's nature, we are supposed to be releasing something out so that we uh, receive something new. There is a releasing and a receiving. So, also talked about uh, what we call a continual enjoyment and I want to start from there I believe we are going to be blessed in the name of Jesus and within the continual enjoyment we are talking about to have this eternal life uh, is a matter of once uh, it's not a matter of once for all you need to keep on partaking for, remember I talked about having eternal life is a matter of once for all you received eternal life at once but what I was meaning is that to partake of the divine nature is something continual it's a continual matter we talked about how we need to keep on eating and eating so that we may become nourished with what we eat so we, we, we realize that we need to keep on eating God in order for us to put on the nature of God. You keep on eating what you want to become. So, we ended with Revelation 22 whereby in eternity we are going to be uh, before the tree of life and the river of the water of life who keep on supplying to us the divine nature of God. When you look into these things, they, 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 they carry meaning because from Genesis we see the tree of life. We see the water flowing within the Garden of Eden. Throughout, Jesus comes in the New Testament. He says, I am the vine. And the tree, you come, you eat from me. You abide in me. Then he comes and says, I am the bread. Eat of me. Then he comes and says, I am the living water. Come and drink. See? So, You see that by the time we come in the in the, 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 the book of Revelation, still there is this same line of the tree of life with the river that is flowing with life. So I want this time around to continue with the, our, our next point, which is we are born of God to have that divine life nature. What are we talking about? We are talking about the nature of God. Now we partake this nature. Now we come to our fifth point that says we are born of God and we have to we have we have the divine life and nature we have it it is in us we have seen that the divine nature denotes what God is that is the constituents of God is being this is what we call the divine nature and because we are children of God born of him therefore we possess God's life and also 
his nature for our enjoyment. That's why we have the nature of God is for us to enjoy him. God desires that those that have come to him, they enjoy him. They experience him. So a child born of an American parent, for example, is certainly going to be an American. A child that is born of a Ugandan parent is going to be a Ugandan. A child is a Ugandan, you understand. So, you see, that even who those who are born of God, through the new birth, which is regeneration, we have been born of God, and we will say, we are God's children. That's why in some scriptures, we are called that we are God's because we are born of God. So, through our new birth, through regeneration, we have been born of God. We have God. We are God's children. Because we have been born of God in life and in nature, we are the same as God. We are the same as God. In this sense, those who are born of God, they are divine. So, we are divine because we are born of God. We are divine not because of what we do and how we live our life. We are divine because of the nature of which we are born of. You see, but we definitely don't participate in the Godhead because you don't say that because I'm born of God and I have the nature of God, I am also going to be in the Godhead. No, we don't participate in the Godhead. We don't. So, and we certainly do not become an object of worship. In other words, they are not going to worship you because you are a son of God, because you partake the nature of God, because the scripture says you are God's. We are not supposed to be worshipped. We are not an object of worship. We have God's life. We have God's nature. But we don't become part of the Godhead. In the Godhead, we only have the Son, the Spirit, and even the Father. Praise the name Jesus. So, we cannot be part of the Godhead. Yet, we are partaking. We have the nature of God. Hallelujah for that. So, now, we see that um, uh, in early church, uh, the, 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 the church fathers in the early church, we see that he taught concerning the deification, the, what we call the deification or the exaltation of the believers. But they did not teach that the believers attained the Godhead. But as we talk about that we have been deified, in other words, we put on the deity. We have, we have this exalted state as believers. And that's what we call deification. As believers, but we don't participate in the Godhead. Now that we are not supposed to be worshipped as God, but we what what the the early fathers meant was that Christians, those who have been regenerated of God, they have God's life, they have God's nature, and therefore we, the regenerated ones, are the same as God in life and in nature. But we are not the same. As God in position and in the Godhead. Now, concerning this, we need to to be very careful because it will be heretical to teach deification in the sense of claiming that believers attain uh, to the Godhead. That is not proper. It is according to the scriptures to teach that because we have been born of God, we possess that divine life. And we possess that divine nature. And that in these aspects, we become the same 
as God. Become the same as God in the aspect of life, nature. We have the divine life, we have the divine nature. This makes us to be the same as God. So, but we cannot participate in the Godhead. And we, we don't have that position where we are, so we are going to be worshipped as gods. We see that through regeneration we have God is life and God is nature. But we don't participate in the Godhead. So we need to come back to the pure word of God and tell others that whoever believes in the Son of God is born of God and has the right and the authority to become a child of God as it is indicated in the book of John chapter 1 verses 12 13. Now as such, such a one, he has the right to partake of, to enjoy the nature of God. And therefore we have God's life, we are enjoying God's nature, and we have the position of God's children. But we definitely do not have the position of the Godhead and the position to be worshipped by others as God. That is not our position. So we need to praise the Lord that we have the position, the ability, and the provision to become partakers of that divine nature. And this means that day by day we should partake of God's nature and enjoy what He is and what uh, and that whatever He is, we should enjoy the constituents of God's rich being. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, if you have been following us, you know that this is our episode 29. And with this episode 29, we are talking about uh, this uh, uh, being born of God. But also we are going to continue to talk about another something new, which is uh, we are going to talk about the spirit, love, and light. As we are looking unto God's nature, we must also know about spirit, love and light now what is God's nature because according to the New Testament God is spirit the Bible says in the book of John 24 and this God is spirit and those that are worshipping him they must worship him in spirit and reality now because God is spirit we need to know about his nature that he is spirit hallelujah so once we come to such a god who is spirit we are to worship him in spirit and truth that's what the bible is saying but also the bible says god is love first john chapter 4 verse 8 verses 16 uh, i've i've quoted first that was john chapter 4 verses 24 whereby it says that god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth which is reality when we come to first john chapter 4 we also have some verses verses 8 and verses 16 says that he that loves not knows not god for god is love and when we come to verse 16 it says that and we have known and believed the love that god has to us god is love and he that dwells in love dwells in god and god in him this is how we enter God. When you dwell in love, you dwell in God. But also, we see that in the book of First John chapter 1, verses 5, uh, John is telling us that this God is also light. God is light. It says, 
in first john 1 5 this then is the message which we have heard of him and we declare unto you that god is light and in him is no darkness at all praise the name jesus so we see these expressions god is spirit god is love god is light and these are not used uh, in a metaphor or in a symbolic sense they are not symbols but this is what god is this is what god is this expression denotes and describes the nature of god if you want to know the nature of god just know his nature is spirit his nature is love and his nature is light i want to go in detail to show you one by one now in his nature god is spirit love and light and when we talk about going god being spirit this denotes the nature of god is person in the personality of god he is spirit this is what it means when we say that god is spirit we are talking about god god is person his nature is spirit when we talk about love the nature of god god is essence god is core all god is heart god is love when you, you come to the person of god who is spirit his essence his heart his core is love but one thing is so amazing when we come to god as light the nature of god is expression way he expresses himself to us is light so that means that when we see light we see god is expression when we see love see god's essence and nature when we 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 see we experience the spirit we see god's person so both love and light are related to god as life each life is of the spirit because the spirit is of life but love and light they are related to god as a life and this life is of the spirit remember romans chapter 8 verse 2 talks about the spirit of life it says for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death hallelujah so you see that God uh, is spirit and life is called God spirit and life is an actual one the spirit and life they are actually one this make up God Praise Jesus Christ. And God is spirit. The last God is also, uh, uh, the spirit is also life. God is spirit and the spirit is life. Now, within such a life, love and light. So if God is spirit and in this spirit, the spirit is life, then in this life we find love and light. Then this divine love appears to us when love appears to us it becomes grace to god it is love to us it is grace for god so loved the world that he gave his own son but it is by grace that we are saved but before we see grace love was so god to god it is love to us is grace hallelujah when god was wanted to express how much he loved us grace came so, when the divine love appears to us, we have seen that it becomes grace. And when this divine light 
shines upon us it becomes truth so what does this mean love we will source out another's grace sources from love Bella's truth sources from light because the divine light when it shines upon us it becomes truth this means that truth originates from light Bella's grace originates from love hallelujah so when the love of god reaches us it becomes grace when the light of god shines upon us it becomes truth that means where there is the truth of god there is light hallelujah where there is the truth of god darkness will disappear because darkness is brought about and comes with ignorance so the gospel of john we have seen it reveals that the lord jesus has brought grace and truth to us he brought something from the father he brought grace and truth when read the book of john chapter 1 verses 14 when the word became flesh he says and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth we come to verse 7 says that for the law was given by moses but grace and truth came by jesus christ now we see that jesus has brought grace and truth to us that we may have a divine life because you have seen that god is spirit and the spirit is life in the life we find love and light so when jesus wanted us to receive uh, the life of god in us the divine life he brought grace and truth that means that when i live in grace and i live in the truth i am enjoying that divine life i am within the life of god so when you read john chapter 3 verses 14 to 16 you will see that uh, the coming of jesus he says that and as moses that is john 3:14 And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so the son of man belief must be lifted up and that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life so we see that when God was bringing eternal life to us Jesus brought when Jesus was bringing eternal life to us he came as grace he came with grace and truth now when you come to the episode of John you see that first John unveils that the fellowship of the divine life brings us to the very source of grace and truth so when we fellowship with the divine life this divine life will bring us to the source of grace and truth which are the divine love and the divine light so the more we fellowship for example let me put it this way when you get saved you receive the divine life this divine life brings you to fellowship with uh, uh with 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 grace and truth and when you are fellowshiping with grace and truth uh, this divine life Uh, has brought you to the sources of grace and truth and the source of grace and truth is love and the divine light so when we fellowship in the divine life we are brought to light we are brought to truth so what grace and truth does is that 
it brings us to love and light what grace will do will bring you to the love of god and what truth will do will bring you to the light of god of which love and light are the nature of god so this is how we partake the nature of god by grace and truth when grace and truth is working in us then love which is god's nature and light is going to be ours to enjoy hallelujah so we see that first john appears to be the continuation of the gospel of john remember in the gospel of john it was god in the son coming to us as grace and truth so that we may become his children that is what we find in the book of john now when you come to the episode of first john you see that the children now we who have been begotten who are born again when we participate in the fellowship of the father's life we come to the father in order to participate in his love and light now you see this the the the, the, the sequence in the book of john it was uh, god in the son jesus christ coming to us he came to us as grace and truth and we got saved we became his children now, in the episode of John, when we become his children, when we participate in the fellowship of the Father's life, then we are coming to the Father in order to participate in love, his life and light. Glory to God. Hallelujah for that. So the former was God coming out to the outer court to meet our need the altar of his grace and truth remember when you go back in the book of Leviticus you will see that there was the outer court let me try to quote you some verse in Leviticus chapter 4 verses 28 route 31 there was what we call the outer court now in the outer court uh, there was an altar where we had to offer sin offerings and the Bible says that or if his sin be we be which he has sinned come to his knowledge then he shall bring his offering a kid of the gods a female a female without a blemish for his sin which he has sinned and he shall lay his hand upon the head of his of the sin offering and slay the sin offering he says and slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering now you read, you read, you see that in verses 30 the Bible says that and the priest shall take of the blood thereof with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. See, when you read through up to verse 32, you see what happened in the outer court. In other words, when we come uh, to the New Testament, we see that God was the one that came out from his holy of holies in his son Jesus Christ. He came to the outer court to meet our need. We are sinners. We are helpless. We are uh, destined to, to, to die. Then he comes out at the, what we call the outer court to meet our need. And his coming out was grace and truth. That's why when Jesus came to us in the book of John chapter 1, the Bible says grace came with Jesus. Grace and truth came with Jesus. God was coming out in the outer court to meet our need by grace and truth. 
but we see in the in the book of first uh, john chapter 1 we see that we are now the one entering into the holy of holies contact uh, him at the ark in the divine life the, in the divine love and the divine light so i i believe you are seeing the combination God came first as grace and truth, the outer court to meet our need. And when we get saved now, we learn how to go into him, to enter into him, to enter in the in the holy of holies, to contact him, you see, at the ark in the divine love and divine light. Now, let me give you Exodus 25 verses 22. The Bible reads in Exodus 25, uh, this is now Moses. In verses 22 he says that and there I will meet with you. God was calling him. He says and there I will meet with you. Let me read for you uh, verses 21. It says and thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark and in the ark you will put the testimony that I shall give you and there I will meet with you and I will commune with you from above the mercy seat uh, from between the two cherubims which are upon the ark of the testimony of all things which I will give thee in the commandment unto the, uh, into the children of Israel so we see that now we are the one to come in he has already gone out that we may come in and this is what we call the further and deeper in experience of the divine life this is what we call the deeper experience of the divine life. So God is spirit. God is spirit. And this refers to his person. God is also love and light. I've told you that love refers to his essence. Whereas light refers to his expression. That means that both God is love and, and light are related to his life. And this life is actually God himself. Life is also the spirit. I see you see the cycle. When this life was manifested, it came with grace and truth. How did life manifest? When Jesus became flesh. Life was manifested. And when life came, life came with grace and truth. So Jesus comes as life to us with grace and truth. When we received the Lord Jesus Christ, we received life. That is what it means to get saved. And now, because we received life, we now enjoy grace and truth. Now, when we enjoy grace and truth, this life, which is Christ, brings us back to God to enjoy His love and light. So, we don't. We are not supposed to end at enjoying grace and truth. We should come inside in the inner court the holy of holies to enjoy love and light first God came to us so that we may receive grace and truth he came by Jesus Christ he came in Jesus Christ now we are the one go back to the father and to contact him as the source of grace as the source of truth and this source is love and light hallelujah so therefore in the fellowship of the divine life we are being brought back to God enjoy his love as the source of grace and to enjoy his light as the source of truth. So we need to keep on coming back by the fellowship of the divine life. Now this understanding of love and light is not uh, derived from 
human reasoning. It comes from the divine revelation of the word. This is what the scriptures are revealing. And in this revelation, we have a number of items for our enjoyment. We have a number of items comparable to many courses. We have a lot of courses of a feast in the Old Testament, remember. We have God. We have the spirit as the nature of God's person. We have love as the nature of God's essence. And we have light as the nature of God's expression. Hallelujah. So when we when we have all these divine things, it means that we have been brought back to God, the Father, because we have these divine things. And when we are brought back to God, the Father, we meet him, we enjoy him as love, which is the source of grace. We enjoy him as light, which is the source of truth. Glory to God. So we see that this is so marvelous. In the fellowship of that divine life, we enjoy the divine light and the divine love. So, therefore, in our experience, we may enjoy God's nature. That is, we may enjoy God as spirit, love, and light. But you know how it comes about. It is by grace and truth. Allow me to stop here. I cannot even uh, add anything. I want to stop here. We will continue next time in our episode. And I trust the Holy Spirit that you have enjoyed this wonderful episode. The Lord bless you. Please, you cannot understand it all at once. You need to keep on re-listening our, uh, our devotions, our, our podcast. The Lord shall bless you. Once again, I am Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. Be blessed. God bless you.